it to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Gemma Nice, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. And welcome back to another episode from Easy Yoga, All Things Relationships, Yoga, and Wellbeing. And today, my special guest is Samantha Quemby. Samantha is a certified leadership and life coach who supports female entrepreneurs to banish their mindset blocks and work through past traumas to hit their goals and build the life and business they deserve. She founded Samantha Quemby Coaching in 2020, following a career that took her from PR and marketing to coaching and supporting others with their mental health. So, welcome. Thank you for being being here. Thank you so much for having me Gemma, it's lovely to be here. Yeah, it's nice to meet you. So yeah, how kind of did you get into this? Did you have any traumas or anything like that that you then found an interest in? Yeah, so for me it was actually through um, illness, so it was through chronic health um, battles and kind of in my 20s that I was trying everything under the sun that was like the the tangible, the practical. And I'm not just, the the medical profession kind of couldn't really provide me answers. So it's definitely all the alternative, but it was, you know, things like kinesiology, um, it was Reiki, there was like diet supplements. And I was kind of only getting so far. Um, And then eventually I came across a clinic that sort of looked at both sides and had the functional medicine side, but also the psychology side. And for a long time, I'd been very resistant. to the mindset stuff because I didn't really understand it because I don't think we're really brought up um and I certainly wasn't like in tune with that like talking about that or like really understanding it it's all you know that that kind of masculine energy of doing and everything and that was that was definitely the space I was in so it was really unfamiliar to me and I also had this fear which I think can will probably resonate with a few people listening I'm sure of well if my mindset helps and I, it helps my body and supports me on my journey, then was it all in my head? Like, was it all my fault? Because I didn't really, I was struggling to kind of get diagnoses and, and different things. It was definitely certain suggestions of like, well, you just got to be more positive and, and do this <laughs> yeah. and do that. So it was um, coming across a clinic in London, actually, and actually finally understanding how I was creating such a state of stress within my body based on the thought patterns I was having, based on you know the way I was living my life like I was a real high achiever people pleaser so nothing was about my needs everything was about like either other people or what what I should be doing and like chasing this never-ending kind of success Um, and I was just burning myself into the ground and and later on I did um, actually finally get a diagnosis of chronic Lyme disease so there was a yeah there was a um, physical solution to that and some treatment I had to go through um in America actually but all of the stuff I'd done on the kind of working with my emotions listening to my body calming my nervous system massively helped because it was the two 
together. So it was kind of that journey, sort of late 20s, I think it was, that opened my eyes to this whole new world. And just this, even the idea of like, wow, I have control over my thoughts. I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) Um, So, and I'd kind of been at a crossroads anyway, because I'd never really found something I loved. Because of my health, I'd kind of had very like, choppy and bits of PR bits of marketing but nothing really ever gelled I was like actually I feel like this is probably a really good time to look at a career change um it's helped me so much it's like more people need to know this so yeah I then decided to retrain um in like different modalities and then um got a job actually at the clinic where they supported me on part of my journey um, on their psychology practitioner team then helping other people that were kind of struggling with like burnout and similar sort of health conditions so that that was kind of the, the start of the journey really so like so many people you kind of go through something yourself yeah um and then since I've, I've definitely uncovered traumas that I've had that I think again a lot of people that word can we scare people can't it like oh yeah trauma. like you think of like the really big stuff we see on the news and I was like well I haven't had any of that so I'm fine but it's amazing what you start to realize the small things that can have an impact and then actually stay imprinted and then obviously then affect how you show up in the world now yeah. and like how you feel about yourself and your behaviors so yeah it's been a it's been a learning day that's nice I'm still on I'm still <laughs> unraveling those layers <laughs> I think you always are learning you're evolving even yeah. till like yeah later on in life like yeah you're always changing all the time and did that then re- you then really figured out your nervous system as well like to fight or flight and yeah, yeah it just completely changes doesn't it when you learn all of these different things it completely changes your mindset and I think mindset is a new word as such like in the last I don't know five ten years maybe not even that and more and more people doing it which is great because it is it is all about the mindset and changing it from fight or flight to being rest and reset I suppose yeah absolutely and honestly I don't think I'd realized how stressed my nervous system was and fight and flight like I'd never really heard about it never come across it again it's not like something we're taught and I've been living my life in that way for years and years like even going back to school um and obviously got progressively worse and the impact it had obviously and of course yes there was underlying health conditions but with my body being in that way it meant that that could kind of take hold in a way because obviously it suppressed my immune system all these different things and I think for a lot of people and even like clients I work with now, it's once they start to calm their system, they realize, oh, wow, it's a different way of being. Like, yeah. this is what it feels like to relax. This is what it feels like to switch off. And, um, you know, and actually yoga was definitely one of the exercises that I leaned on because I didn't have a body that I'd been trying to kind of just go to the gym and do this normal, like, hit workouts and all this other stuff. And I was like, yeah. I just can't do it. Yeah. Um, so it's always been the one that I've been able to I might go to in a way because um, however I was feeling there was some element that I could do obviously like a gentle and by no means make it sound like I do it all the time like I'm definitely not a yoga expert but what I love about it is its ability to bring you back to yourself to that kind of present moment like even just connecting with the breath I think it's a really wonderful way for you to actually get in touch with your body and get in touch with your nervous system because it's that awareness isn't it as soon as you step on that mat it's like oh okay yeah I'm really starting to tune into my body it's not so much about oh I need to run x amount of minutes so I've got to lift this up it's like actually just coming back in and and that in itself is huge for kind of obviously calming the nervous system 
Yeah, it really is, definitely. And you probably get the same as well. Well, we were talking earlier, you've got a dog. And when I jump on my mat, the kids like this morning, the kids wanted to come on my mat and then they wanted to jump on me and then we were doing <laughs> lunches and stuff. And then you probably get that as well. But I think it's really nice that everyone else, <laughs> including dogs, will like to join in. And, yeah. and it's quite sweet, really. But then it gets everybody else involved and then it makes everyone else, including animals, feel good. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Louis thinks that I'm he's like, oh, you're on my on the floor. You're on my level. So this must mean that you're about to play with me. And then I'm like, they're like having to downward dog over him because he's just fallen <laughs> yeah. asleep on the mat. And I'm like, it's not really like <laughs> what it was about. But um, yeah, I think animals and actually children can teach us a lot about being in the present moment. They can. So that is, you know, a big factor with the nervous system and like, really disconnecting from our intuition and what we desire our needs is is because we're always like living in the past or the future and we're stressing about things that may happen or we're reliving things that have happened and actually the more we can be in that present moment I think animals and kids can teach us so much about that our nervous system gets to calm because unless we're in a life and death situation of course most of the time the moment we're in right now there is nothing to fear. There is nothing to worry about. But we're spiking that stress by projecting into the future or kind of like worrying about things that have kind of been and gone. Yeah, that's so true. And by doing this, all of your work that you've done, are you being more intuitive and using your inner guidance more to have a better life with everything, like with your business, with your health, with your yeah. family life? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's still like a journey that I'm on it still something I have to bring awareness to because it is really easy to be pulled by the shoulds yeah um, and this is what I see with my clients a lot that they are I work with a lot of female entrepreneurs and they're kind of caught in this trap of like hustling away like building this business that they, they should they think they should do all this stuff but if it's not in alignment with who they are or the life they want to create it causes a lot of stress a lot of exhaustion a lot of burnout because they're not living into their joy really and I found out um I don't know loads about human design but I'm a generator and that's all about listening to your gut instincts and I know for a fact I can look at times in my life where I've ignored my body and that gut pull of like mm, I think you should do this and kind of listen to outside opinions or advice that was obviously trying to be helpful but I've kind of gone against what innately felt right yeah and I've always regretted it. And then when I've learned into really, it's kind of that trust in yourself. And I think um, before I learned about, I guess like listening to my body, you know, calming my nervous system, really coming out of my head, it was impossible for me to understand or hear yeah. the kind of signs from my body because it was almost like I had a floating head. I had this like, yeah. my body was there, and there was this like gap and then it was just my head and I was very much in my head. And I think so many of us are, and you know, we're definitely, I think a world that is, especially in the Western world, driven by this all about doing, even like from school age, like yeah. what are you doing? What are you learning? And, and you kind of get attached to these external achievements and these, yeah. this idea of like, okay, well, my worth is in, what I do and what I achieve and my job and and the money and, and all of these like thoughts and beliefs build up that you actually then get so disconnected with yourself because again if you're constantly on this doing you're not 
having space to just be. Yeah. Um, and I found that really uncomfortable at first. <laughs> so I'm not going <laughs> to lie. And, and sometimes now I can still think, oh, I'm slipping into the trap, but I have the awareness to kind of obviously pull myself back and create that space. And I think sometimes people can struggle with it because they almost maybe hear that nudge, but it might not like on paper seem like the rational thing to do or the logical thing. So the brain's like, oh, well, that doesn't make sense. So we need to do this. Yeah. But actually it's about, I suppose it's trying to cultivate that trust within yourself that, okay, when I lean into my intuition, when I really hear what my body's kind of saying yes to and what it isn't, um, whether that's in a relationship that you're in, you know, um, friendships, type of job, business, it can be in so many different things. I think we're always getting those nudges, aren't we, and those signals. Yeah. And it's kind of like up to us to start to cultivate that habit of being able to listen and then just just trying it because the more that we follow it and we see the results yeah the more we build that trust yeah that is so true and with someone that she asked me the other day like what's the difference between our masculine and feminine energies because we all have them in us even if we're female or male and we all will have them but sometimes the masculine will take over if we're female just because that's the way we are built that's the way we are like conditioned to be like nine to five working nine to five and actually only last year i found out that men have a 24-hour cycle and we obviously have a 28-day cycle and i never knew that about men and that's why like the nine to five job is nine to five and i thought wow that is incredible why aren't we working towards being more feminine and using what we've got with us for our jobs but yeah yeah Yeah, it's 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 crazy really the world is set up for men ultimately and I think especially in the corporate world it is very much about like this clock and even the nine to five is never the nine to five really there's always like the hours after and it's just almost this hamster wheel of just focusing on outputs what you're doing what you're achieving the results you're getting and of course I'm not saying those things aren't important I think this is where it's about having that harmony between the two because we absolutely need the the masculine of like structure taking action doing things but that feminine energy is really about being allowed able to kind of step into just being with yourself like like as women definitely honoring that cycle and the seasons that we have within a month you know when you're on your actual like menstrual cycle it's a very different energy to when you're ovulating and but we kind of expect ourselves to be like these robots that that just just function the same every single day and I think part of um you know something all of us can learn from and again I think this is where yoga is really helpful with that is really understanding your body and what works for you and what your limits are because again even within women we're going to all operate differently and we're going to all have different limits and I think for me I used that was a real big learning curve um on my healing journey which even though I'm a you know a lot better now it's it's kind of stuck with me of like I, I get to listen to my body I don't have to be this machine that's just doing this stuff all the time and I think when we can really open up into that feminine energy we're really getting in touch with our needs how we feel um you know just even recognizing moment to moment okay do I need to have a drink of water do I need to eat because those things can go out the window when we're just so focused on other stuff even like basic needs aren't met sometimes which is crazy um and then that, that really helps us to also start to hear the kind of nudges of 
yeah, this feels good or that doesn't feel good because again, we've got that connection with ourselves. Yeah, we really do. Now we are going to go to a short break. See you the other side. Welcome to Inside Timer, the number one free app for sleep, anxiety, and stress with more than 100,000 guided meditations led by the best teachers from Great Britain and around the world. I am a teacher on this platform and it is amazing for sleep, anxiety, everything really. So come on over and check it out. It's a free app and it has over 20 million meditators on there. I have over 25 meditations for you to choose from, as well as the goddess academy of light course you will learn so much on this course and you have made the right decision to be here and be part of this amazing self-taught academy journey this is a self-taught 14-day course that you can take at your own pace everything if it is getting too much for you you are struggling with your relationships you're struggling with life this is one course that you need in your life you will learn how to meditate and journal so you have a clearer headspace to come at your relationship you will learn how to use eft tapping method for you to feel completely stress-free you will use breath work you will know how to sleep better have self-care and nutrition you will learn yoga techniques movement exercise for you to be able to move through challenging times within your relationship and for you to be able to survive whatever it is that life and your relationship throws at you you will also learn how to communicate with your partner better and there are so many more different techniques and tools for you to have the best relationship with your partner and yourself so come on over onto the insight timer meditation app it is free to download just search it wherever you download your apps from and i will see you there and i think a lot of it is the mindset and inner work and the way that we perceive ourselves but then also if you think you've got a mental health problem or you you get stressed or anxious like we all do at different points as well coming back to your body and really learning about your body will help with mental health problems that you've got yeah 100 because i think you know sometimes like if we can take anxiety for example and of course there can be different reasons you know someone has been through big traumas that that can very quickly lock the body into that fight and flight and kind of keep it stuck there um but I think you know a lot of the times anxiety can also be there as almost like the top level emotion and then actually like if I think about quite a lot of my clients sometimes they feel anxious but actually underneath it maybe they feel afraid or there's there's other emotions going on or even sometimes they feel angry but the the anxiety is almost like their go-to it's what they've experienced before. It's maybe what they've been have mod, had modelled. So I think again, like really being able to give space to it because a lot of the time, and I've definitely, um, whilst I never really had panic attacks, I definitely, I didn't, I didn't realise I was an anxious person, <laughs> and I would never. So I was like, oh, I don't have massive panic attacks. I don't have anxiety. And then again, like as I kind of became more aware of myself, I was like, I worry about everything literally worry all of the time about the smallest things I was like yeah that's anxiety and I would never have put it as that um and you know sometimes it's about again being able to be in that present moment but also being able to give space to it because a lot of the time we can feel these uncomfortable feelings and we want to push them away because we haven't been taught how to deal with them we haven't been shown and they don't feel comfortable 
And obviously we don't like discomfort. We want comfort. So the natural thing is to kind of numb out or distract. And so, you know, a lot of the time when we we kind of, we throw ourselves into doing, and even if we're resting, we're scrolling on our phone or we're looking at this because it doesn't feel safe to actually just sit with our body and think, what's going on here? But actually what we find is the more you do that, actually it's not actually not, not really that painful and, and it helps to move the emotions through. So actually life becomes a lot better. Um, and I often find, again, of course, you know, there are certain things with clinical depression that go into it, but even sometimes with depression, it's the fact that we've numbed out so much that we just kind of are in that space where our system's just so bottomed out and actually by feeling into things, we're able to move through it, if that makes sense. Yes, yeah, it really does, I think. And with the emotional side of it as well, does that help with mental and physical well-being? Like the power of your emotions are absolutely incredible. If you actually lean into it and let go, the power is just there. You just need to learn how to do it. Yeah, 100% because I think, again, like I always used to think I'm really good at processing my emotions. I can cry, I can get upset, you know, I'm happy to, I was brought up in a family where we, we talked about things. So I never really thought that I was disconnected. Um, but then one thing I definitely realized was when it came to my health, I was really shut off from going to a lot of the feelings around it. A lot of the um you know sadness grief all these different things that came up from obviously having health struggles and it impacting certain things in my life and one thing also I became aware of was okay I can talk about my emotions but sometimes I can talk about them too well so I was still staying in my head so I would even I remember my now husband when we were first together and I'd had like a fallout with a, a really close friend and I obviously was talking about it lots and after a while, he was like, yeah, you're just kind of saying the same thing to me. Yeah. I was like, well, I need to get it out. And then obviously what I later realized was I was kind of in this space of feeling angry, but actually underneath it was so much hurt. But the anger kind of felt more comfortable. It was one that I, you know, it almost didn't feel as vulnerable to do. And then actually when I really just leaned into it, the hurt was there. I needed to kind of cry. I needed to honor that. I needed to let it through. And then I was able to, like, able to process it and to make peace with it because I always talk to people about emotions like a wave they're supposed to like come peak and then crash and often like children again great example they let their emotions out and they move through them so quickly that's how it's meant to be but as we get older we learn that okay we shouldn't do that or it's not not okay to show that emotion and we have all these different beliefs and, and fears around them so we start to feel it and it's like oh we cut it off so it stays stagnant in the body and that can that can obviously impact our physical well-being because it can give us um in obviously there's like emotional heaviness lethargy lack of motivation but also it can come out as physical symptoms yeah. um because it's the body trying to get our attention to say oh there's something wrong here and you're not listening to me yeah. <laughs> um and obviously of course then things like anxiety depression all of that can can really feed into it because we're just not honoring the natural cycle of things really and the natural way of of listening to our body tuning in and, and letting things pass yeah and I think a lot of the time as well if we go back to like the animals whatever animal you are they they have the intuitive guidance they will always have that and and it's kind of been taken out of us that yeah. we shouldn't know that or we shouldn't do that because of I don't know society says that we shouldn't and that we just go along with society but 
actually it's not at all we should always listen to ourselves our body knows us our soul knows us the best and we just need to switch it on and and become more positive about it as well yeah and I and I think what can happen is when we are obviously listening to the shoulds and these like external pressures or like things society are saying we then obviously are taking action from a place that isn't really what we want to do yeah you know and it's not really the job we want to do or it's not the relationship we want to have or we don't want to live there or we don't want to do that kind of business but we're forcing ourselves down this road then things don't quite work because actually there's a disconnect you know ultimately part of you consciously is saying yeah I want this but your subconscious is like no you don't we don't want that so then what happens is of course you don't get the results that you're expecting so you start to question yourself you start to think that it's you, you're not good enough. And then you also start to think, well, I can't trust myself. I can't make the right decisions because they don't turn out. So then we get caught in that spiral of listening to external things even more. And actually, you know, I'd say for anyone, obviously it's about starting small. So even if it's a case of reaching into what do I feel like I want for lunch rather than what I think I should eat. Yeah. Like actually, and even just again, tuning into, am I hungry? Yeah. Or am I thirsty? You know, rather than thinking, okay, well, it's mid morning. I I should be having a snack. Do I need it? You know, and and again, like making sure that you are eating if your body's saying it's hungry and more things like that. Um, And then really building it up. And, And I think the more you test and the more you try it, because ultimately, I think we've been brought up to feel like, um, kind of resting, switching off, creating space for ourselves is weak. Yes. you know it's yeah. my husband bless him <laughs> he's like oh I'll sleep when I'm dead I'm like stop saying that like and he'd be joking but he was very much like found it really hard to switch off and he still can struggle with it and I'm like hey like we need to do something about this because like this is like the opposite of what I do um but I, I used to be like that and even with my health I felt massive amounts of guilt yeah not doing anything um and I'd put so much pressure on myself and then, of course, that kept me sick for longer because yeah. I was just in a state of stress rather than just surrendering and releasing it. And I think as well, it's important to know that fun and play can get you in touch with intuition. Yes. You know, it really have to be that you have to be um, sleeping or like yeah. meditating or doing nothing. It's like actually just more about connecting with what feels good for me, what's joyful, what makes me happy and the, yeah. doing more of that you get to then get a sense of, okay, this is what it's like when it feels good. So therefore I know what it's like when things don't feel quite right. Yeah, yeah. And I think we need to have more play. Like I'm a very fun person and I will always run around with the kids or I'll be doing handstands and headstands. And actually at the weekend, we have my daughter's birthday party and she had a castle. And I was the only adult on the castle. (laughs) I love that. What date was her birthday? Uh, 25th. No, yeah, uh, sorry. She, uh, yesterday, 28th, but uh, we had the party on Sunday. Uh, well, the reason I ask is my birthday was the 26th. It's like, oh, I wonder if we share oh, a birthday. Yeah, it's pretty close, know. pretty close. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, and I think that's a really good point because I think as adults, we lose the fun. Yeah. And then we also lose a disconnection with ourselves. And I definitely lost the fun through my health journey. Yeah. Um, I lost the spontaneity. I lost so much. And I was like, actually, I need to get this, this back. And... And even within that time, it was like, how can I find fun in the small bits? Even if I can't do it in ways that I maybe want to, because yeah. maybe my health isn't quite there. It's like, but how can I? Like, how can I bring in some 
joy and you know really feeding our inner child and letting our inner child out is so key for us feeling creative for us feeling motivated and just overall like happy and again it's like the emphasis is about oh you know as adults need to be serious and be doing things and it's like well we all have an inner child in us that needs feeding like it needs to be let out and if it doesn't that's when we can become (laughs) grumpy and withdrawn (laughs) and moody and and even like depressed sometimes um because we're not actually honoring all the different elements of it yeah yeah even if that just means putting on your favorite song and go from dance around the kitchen or whatever yeah just just being silly it doesn't matter that's a really good way to access your feminine energy as well because it's all about like the being and just you know feeling your body exactly dancing with no real agenda you know I think that that is just so nice and I know um I never think to put music on like if I'm in the kitchen if I'm cooking I won't my husband always like if he's in the kitchen like music is on but every time it's on I'm like oh it makes me feel so good and I forget so again it's like just thinking like what are the things that make you feel happy and joyful and it's different for everyone yeah and it's also giving yourself permission that whatever you like is okay yeah doesn't matter if someone else doesn't like it you know and for years I tried to convince myself that I like skiing and I don't think I do no I feel like I I should do like everyone everyone does it everyone likes it and I'm like I really don't think I'm that fussed about it I don't (laughs) think I like it I've tried it didn't enjoy it but again that was where like my intuition is like you're not vibing this but my mind was like oh yeah but maybe maybe because everyone else does it so you know maybe you should maybe you should do this too maybe you're not like I don't know a fun person or you know good enough if you don't like it and things like that which is crazy but it's amazing how the mind can trick us into well everyone else is doing it so surely yeah. you should as well yeah and actually it was our anniversary our wedding anniversary on Saturday and every year so we've been married 12 years now every year I put on my wedding dress just because I want to know that it fits again <laughs> but then also it's really nice because my, my daughter was like oh I really want to dress up as well so then she got oh. dressed up in a frozen dress so we were both dancing around in our dresses and I thought this is just amazing it's so lovely that you can connect back to yourself and just be fun, just have fun. But if you are not that way inclined, that's okay. But then just try and find a little thing, even for five minutes every single day that you want to do that is fun, that is not work or it's not relationship-based or anything, what you want to do. Yeah. I think more people need to find that. Yeah, yeah, because it gets, it does get lost, I think. And obviously, of course, again, if we think about being adults, there are responsibilities and that is like where we need the masculine. You know, yeah. we do, if you don't, if you're not in that at all and you were completely in your feminine, then, you know, bills might pile up and like your <laughs> life might be a bit chaotic. So again, having that container, that structure is really helpful, but we get lost in it. We get lost in all these things we've got to do. And it's like, well, actually, is that really needed right now? You know, often we put all these pressures on, I've got to do all this stuff this weekend, for example. And it's like, well, do I have to do all of it? Yeah. Like what, what, what do I actually have to do and what needs to get done? Cause obviously we can have deadlines in life and what yeah. am I just telling myself I must do, but actually isn't. And then, you know, we, it's kind of like, well, actually, yeah. If, if we kind of split that into lists and suddenly you have that space to then have fun. And again, like children are such a, an amazing way to bring yourself back to the present moment to yeah. mind yourself of having fun. Cause I don't worry about, 
what's coming next week or they're just like maybe they go as far as what am I having for dinner or something but you know they're just in the moment expressing themselves allowing themselves and I think it's a really nice thing to come back to because that's how life is fulfilling when you're doing things that work for you yeah and that are in alignment whether that's jobs hobbies the people you're surrounding yourself with all of that goes into you feeling like hey like I am fulfilled and we're on this search for enoughness and yeah. like this success when it's coming from that place from external achievements we never find it like we have to find that kind of sense of I am worthy as I am um and I get to trust myself and I get to to lead by what feels good and yeah. that doesn't mean of course you know I don't love doing my taxes I have to do them yeah. so you know again like the stuff as adults we have to, not everything can be like yeah we love but you know as a as the, the, on the bigger scale it's like am I really bringing that joy into my life or am I just following along all this stuff that I've been told that I should do yeah but actually it just doesn't feel good because it's impossible to feel fulfilled yeah when you're in that space yeah yeah that's really true and what are two takeaway points from today's conversation so I would really invite anyone listening to start to do a brain dump around what things make me feel good so start to notice activities you have in your life um and maybe think about a scale of 10 is like oh I feel really amazing like this really lights me up one is like this drains my energy I don't feel good I don't enjoy it and just start to rate things to really get a sense of again not everything's going to be a 10 you know if you don't like cleaning it might be a one but it's something maybe you need to do but it's looking at and understanding how much of my life am I living at that lower end and actually what are the things I could make a 10 and even with cleaning if could you put music on and then it feels a little bit more fun like I don't love cleaning but there's ways to make it fun and and thinking about it with like what you do for work for for hobbies for who you spend your time with it's a really good way just to start to tune into your body and really get to know what signals are coming from it like where is it trying to direct you you know where is it saying yes spend more time here maybe pull back here um and the second one I would say is oh so many but really start to notice how do how are you responding to your emotions are you allowing them are you judging them are you numbing out and then just next time you feel something that's a bit uncomfortable just give yourself 30 seconds maybe put a timer on just to maybe close your eyes just sit with your body feel what is in your body and just picture giving it some space and it might feel uncomfortable, but you've got 30 seconds and then that's it. Then you can distract yourself. And then each time trying to grow that, again, can really help you. And you'll start to notice that actually the emotion starts to reduce as soon as you even recognize it and just acknowledge it. Perfect. Oh, thank you. And where can we find you? What's your website or your social media channels? So my website is currently um, being done. So it will be samanthaquenbycoaching.com. Um, my Instagram is my main social media channel at the moment. And it's Samantha Quemby Coaching. Excellent. Oh, thank you so much. It's been amazing to have you on. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. That's right. Thanks. 
Oh, so as always, I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. So please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at Yogi Gemma. I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts. And thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. I will be back next week with another one, another fun episode for you guys to listen to. And also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, and I will see you very soon. Bye.